Hello everybody, happy Thursday. Just trying to fix something here on Instagram, it's not working. Hmm. Never mind. Happy Thursday and welcome to day 45 of my 100 days life challenge. I hope you all have an amazing day. Um, if, you watch, if you're watching the video or if you're seeing the replay, I would love if you would just say hi in the comments because I just would love to welcome you personally to the video and to make this kind of a more real conversation. I think that would be just be very nice. Um, so today I really want to talk about happiness and then after the happiness topic because it fits so well I'll just gonna tell you guys um, about yesterday because I talked about it in the video yesterday about the apartment here in Mexico but also the cool show that we went to yesterday so maybe I'll tell you that by the end of the video if you wanted to hear it if not then you can leave earlier so let's talk about happiness I guess we all strive for true happiness in life but if we dive deeper into that, like what is what does happiness even mean to you? And there's a different meaning for every single person, of course. So what does happiness mean to you? You can reflect for a moment here. For me, happiness is really when I'm when I'm in the present moment, being aware of all the beauty of this life experience, the beauty of nature, the beauty that I see in other people, like not their physical beauty, but their true beauty in their heart, their spirit. Um, when I can spend good time with friends and family. But happiness for me is also being able to do what lights me up in terms of work, in terms of how I can spend the day, like how like that I'm the CEO who, who is in charge of my time. But also, maybe that's the most important part here for me. It is feeling, feeling good, feeling, feeling good in who I am. Feeling good in my body, feeling good in my character, feeling good in that person that I am. So if you think for yourself for a moment, how much would you think are you criticizing yourself maybe still? All those things where you doubt yourself, shall I do it this way or that way? Is it better this way, that way? Am I good enough? Oh well, that other person has X, Y, Z. Maybe I should be there already. Um, if all this chatter would be away, just imagine for a moment, if all this chatter would be away, how much would that impact your level of happiness? It probably would. So just for right now, if you would rank your level of happiness on a scale from one to 10, when 10 would be, I'm so happy, and one is like, not happy. Where would you rank yourself? Just go with the first number that comes to your mind. Hmm. 
whatever number you picked, whatever number came to your mind, take that number and ask yourself the next question. What would it take to increase my level of happiness in life? What would it take? So we all want happiness. How much are you Let's do this again with the, with the scale. I like doing the scales today. <laughs> maybe because it's November 11th, like 11-11, so maybe that's why I'm all into numbers today. <laughs> okay, so on a scale from 1 to 10, how much would you say are you taking responsibility for your happiness when 10 is being totally responsible and 1 is like not really taking ownership, taking responsibility? I wonder if you already maybe received some insights for that. But let's dive into that a little bit deeper together. And if you want, you can ask yourself those questions again after the video or maybe journal on them. Um, I find them super helpful also for me. Like, of course, like our level of happiness was also like not probably not the same number every day. Like it's, it's totally dancing up and down throughout the day, throughout the week, throughout the year, maybe. But still, of course, like we all desire to have a high level of happiness. And sometimes when maybe our happiness is not that high, it usually helps me very much to journal on those questions and then to really get deeper insight from within me, kind of what would actually help me to get my energy level back up, my happiness back up. So what do you think where happiness is coming from? So probably you just realized like with the last question I asked you, like how much responsibility are you taking for your own happiness? It is very common to think in life that if I find the perfect partner, then I will be so happy or so much happier either way. Or if the partner I have would behave in a certain way or treat me like a princess or whatever, like, you know, like I'm exaggerating here, obviously, but like, you know what I mean, right? Like if my partner would treat me in a certain way, I would be like so happy. Or if I would make XYZ amount of money, then I would be so happy. Or if my family would just accept me the way I am, I would be so happy. If I was super into fitness and I would have like a lot of strength and could run for an hour whatsoever, then I would be so happy. Or if I could finally lose those five kilos that I wanted to lose for a while, then I would be so happy. Or if I would finally be in shape, in total good bikini shape, then I would be so happy. How much are you tying your happiness to external circumstances? On a scale from 1 to 10. 
it's actually good to use the scale because it really helps you to see like in which part of the scale are you and then also what would it take for you to move up the scale so actually the the scale is a very useful tool if you if you go through all those questions so very often we tie it to external things so how how do we feel happy like how is true happiness really created so when we tie it to external things maybe you've made the experience in your life at some point that you were really desiring something you had a goal or you desired something and you really wanted it and then at some point you achieved it and then you were like expecting this explosion of happiness that sparked like everything and then you had it and you were like now what have you had one of those moments i certainly had i think the biggest moment of those was when i finally managed to get this um, high position back then in my corporate job managing 1 billion euros of real estate all over europe and the us I thought that was like to have that fund in my management and managing it successfully, this would be like, this would be out of the world. And then I was there and I was like, okay, now we're there. <laughs> so all those examples show us, okay, apparently happiness is not coming from the external thing. So how can we create more happiness into our lives then? So happiness is a feeling, an emotion that is actually created by what we're thinking. And maybe you've heard that before that people tell you, well, just change your mindset, mindset. just change what you're thinking about certain, certain circumstances, for example, right? Like reframing situations. And of course, this is like a very helpful tool that has changed a lot of things in my life, like really a lot of things. Like when we, when somebody does something, for example, and we make it about us, like he didn't call me yesterday because he doesn't like me anymore. So I'm not going to call back like this is stupid. Like what relationship is this? I'm not going to do that. Right. Like all those things. Then we're not happy, obviously. And we make it mean something about us. So then we could reframe it and ask ourselves, okay, well, he didn't call, like, how true is it really that it is about us? Like, maybe something happened, or maybe there was an emergency, or maybe he didn't get off work, or I don't know, whatever. Like, questioning, is this really about us? Like, reframing the situation. Maybe it has not anything to do with you. So reframing is a good tool. But I feel sometimes it is difficult to, well, just think, think something different. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it is different. And what really brought me closer to true happiness is like to even to even start before the thought. And what comes before the thought is my identity. So who do I want to be? Who do I want to be? Like what is what do I like who do I want to represent maybe in my life let's try that for the relationship example um, so if you like sometimes clients say um, 
well, you know, like he's just not treating me in a nice way. So if he would treat me like the way I deserve it and treat me nice and bring me flowers and make breakfast and whatever, then I would be so happy. And then I would ask, okay, if he would do that, how would you show up differently in that relationship? And they're like, well, you know what? Then I would totally listen to him. Then I would let him go watch football with the friends. Then um, I would respect him more. I would be nicer to him. There would be more, um, the relationship would be more intimate, all the things. And then I usually ask them, okay, are you, how much are you realizing that you're tying how you show up in that relationship to how the other one, the other person is showing up. And if the other person is thinking the same way, well, only if the other person makes an effort, then I will step up to also make an effort, right? What do you think? Like, what do we think? How much further will this take the relationships? And this is not only like with your with your with your partner this is also with friends with family if we always think like if the other person behaves perfectly whatever we believe perfect means then i will also do my part kind of and then ask yourself do you want do you want to be like that do you want your identity be like that, that your love and your care is always conditional to what happens around you? And also, do you want to perceive like that by other people? Now let's shift that around. If you, if you decide a standard for your own life, and don't like not for certain situations like like if everything goes well then i'm of course that i'm super happy i'm showing up for all my friends i'll do a lot of nice things right but if i'm sad if if things are not going well if someone treats me bad well then no then the situation is totally different do we really want that so if we set a standard for our life no matter what the situation is, a standard for your whole life, for who you are in your life. Who do you want to be? How do you want to be perceived by other people? I give you some examples to make it more to make it more tangible how this is showing up for me. So for me, so many things shifted ever since I started this personal development journey and I feel I have grown so much. Like externally, I mean, I'm sitting in Mexico working from here pretty much. <laughs> it's already like out of the world. But then I feel the even bigger shift is really internally how I how I see other people, how I see life, how much how much trust I have in myself and the world. So like before all of that, I was really the person who was very harsh with myself. Like I really expected perfectionism from, my, from myself like all the time. And because I was so hard on myself, I really expected everybody else to be like that. I expected everybody else to be perfect kind of. So when you have that um, attitude, 
you will be disappointed a lot in your life because people are just not perfect. They're just human. And I was, it, it made me so mad. It made me so mad and I exploded and I was emotional and I was feeling all the feels and I couldn't control myself and it made the situation worse. Like you can't imagine, right? But then I realized at some point I realized, do I really wanna be that person? Do I really wanna be that person where people think like, what is happening with her and like, and I realized this is actually like, if I think about it, this is not like who I truly am, not who I truly am, but also not who I want to be. So I tr who I truly am is like, I really care for other people. I love other people. I want to help other people. So with realizing everybody is just human and everybody is doing the best they can in that very moment, like now with all the personal development work, I am able to see people at their core. I'm able to see people at their core. Like usually like, of course there's a lot of emotions, but it, it always comes down to love or fear. So whenever people are like yelling at you or you know like, well, it seems very egoistic or they're just coming from the ego. This is always not about you. This is fear driven. <laughs> what? <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> my I, I just get so scared. Like I, what is happening? So now my my MacBook is talking to me. Hang on, sorry. I got so scared. Like what is happening? Is somebody in here? The Siri function. Sometimes it's so scary. It just it just comes up, and I'm like, what is happening? Okay, here we go. Ooh, that scared me. <laughs> okay. So who do we want to be? And I can really see people at their core now. Like usually when we think like, what is this person thinking? Maybe they're just coming from fear. Maybe they also just want to belong. Maybe they're also just doing the best, the best they can in that very moment. And when you can look from a different perspective on the situation through a different lens, you will see so often this is not about you. This is about who the other person is being and maybe how much this other person can manage their their emotions. So this is not about you. So what I really want is to show up with compassion and care for everybody I meet in this world. Even if it's like only the woman in the supermarket, like if I if I gift her a smile and have an amazing day or something, this will make her day better. And even if she's like grumpy or whatsoever, if I would be grumpy then, then it would make her feel worse or it would increase her negative emotion. And obviously I would feel negative as well, so there's no point for me doing so. However, if I would still gift her a smile and wish her an amazing day, maybe this will shift something for her and then the next person she meets, maybe there's already a shift in her emotion, so this will benefit the next person. So with sharing compassion and care in the world, there's really gonna be a ripple effect throughout the world. And this is like one of the footprints that I really want to leave in this world. So this is one of the things that I set for myself as a standard. 
like how I'm showing up in life. And with that, like there's other concepts as well, but just taking this as an example, like this is sharing love, sharing happiness, because with sharing happiness, I will not be affected by other people's emotion that much anymore that are not even about me, but also like it increases my happiness. It increases my happiness. I am taking responsibility of how happy I feel because I make it part of my identity. So that does not mean, oh, well, happiness is my identity. I can never be sad. No, you can still be sad. I can still be sad. It is just more about how much do I give the, my own power away to other people to decide, can I be happy or not? With the example I shared before, like in partnerships or friendships, how much are you letting other people decide how happy you are? And how can you be happy now? How much the love and compassion that I just talk to you about like sharing this with other people another concept that i have for myself is i always share compassion and love for myself like i, I always give love and compassion to myself whenever you feel when you're interacting with somebody close in your life something is missing like I want, I want to be treated in a different way. Ask yourself, what is it that is actually missing right now? What are you really missing? And how can you give that to yourself in that moment? I recently made a list of, of situations where I felt triggered in the past years, where I felt people were not treating me the right way or people were not treating me nicely or where I got mad or whatever. I wrote down those situations and then I wrote like next to the situation, I wrote why, like what it was actually that made me feel mad or triggered or, and I wrote down all those emotions and I could realize there was a pattern to that. And what came up for me, in most cases, it was either when I was not being respected or when, when I was not taken, no, when I was not respected. And the other one was when, what was the other one? I think I, oh yeah when I was not respected or when I was kind of overruled or when people told me that I made a mistake, but actually I didn't. Those were the two things, not being respected or being overruled or being told that I made a mistake, but I didn't. The interesting thing is now, this is like, this is my own thing. Like only because I believe them, I wasn't happy in that moment. And interestingly, these are the two topics that I'm dealing with right now. Like I'm, I'm trying to give the biggest respect to myself. If I respect myself, 
if somebody else says something, it wouldn't hurt me. It would not trigger me. And also, if I am fine how I run my business or if I do things, if I give permission to myself, if I allow myself to do things that way, then okay, somebody else can have a different opinion. Okay, it's okay. So I'm taking responsibility of my happiness. Like I'm, I'm deciding, like one, I'm deciding how I'm showing up. How do I want to be? Like really seeing the bigger picture. What do you want to leave in this world? What do you want your footprint to look like? Um, who do you want to be to other people? Like not only um, like your friends and family, but also like random people. How do you want to be perceived by them? Do you want to be perceived like the the grumpy person who always has a bad day? No, I'm exaggerating, obviously. Or do you want to be the one that, that is remembered by the woman in the supermarket who later on that day tells her husband, oh, wow, there was one of the clients today and she just gifted me that huge smile and was so and was just so nice and made me feel respected and and seen. There's so much impact in that. And um, so one, like really deciding, seeing the bigger picture, who we are and what we want to leave in the world. And then secondly, really taking responsibility of not giving our power about our happiness to other people. This is so important. And then there is a third thing that I wanted to share here. So often, our happiness is affected by by resisting to what is by resisting to what is so we like a certain situation occurs and we just don't want to accept it we just want to have it differently like we want that other people behave differently we want um we want the sun to be shining instead of rain because we planned this amazing garden party maybe outside and now it's raining and the whole plan is not working now we're totally stressed and how are we going to do and how are we going to fit all those people in the house now and i'm just making this up right but i get i guess you get the idea or um maybe you didn't get the job that you wanted and you're devastated because you really wanted a job and what are you going to do now i don't know whatever the example is but like we're resisting what is like we didn't get the job and then we're, we're still thinking for weeks about that job opportunity that we didn't get, for example, or we're stressing about the garden party. We are resisting what is, and this causes us so much energy and happiness. However, if we would just accept things as they are, and I've talked about that before, like accepting does not mean hooray, now it's raining, that's awesome, or hooray, I didn't get the job, like, no, <laughs> we don't need to, we don't need to find it good that things are happening or happen that way. But if we would just accept it, our energy would be clear, our happiness would be clear, and we can build up to a higher level of happiness again. Because with this resistance, we're blocking, we're actually blocking energy, we're blocking happiness away. When we're resisting, happiness has no chance to find its way to us. It just can't. It's like if you had a, mouse, a 
a mower. Like I'm totally getting confused with languages today. That's awesome. Okay, it's totally if you'd had a wall built around you, like all the German people must be like freaking out laughing. <laughs> but I actually find it funny myself. Okay. So really, it cannot like happiness cannot find its way to you if you'd had a wall built up around you with resistance. So if we were just accepting how our family treats us, because again, maybe they're not doing it on purpose. Maybe they're just acting from fear because maybe they're not confident enough or haven't dove into um, personal development yet. I don't know. Or your friends or your partner or your colleague or your boss. This goes for every single person. What if you just accepted it? And then the same with those situations. If things are not working out as you planned them, if you, what if you just accepted it? Can you feel that there's more space opening up within you to, to let in more happiness? So these three things are really the game changers for me, like really what is the standard you want to live by in your life to be happiness? And then secondly, not giving the power to other people to decide about your happiness. And then third, really accepting the circumstances as they are, because we cannot fight what is because it's already happened. We cannot fight what is. And if we, as, as, as soon as we clear the energy and accept the situation, then we have space within us to let new ideas, new solutions, new opportunities, new happiness in. So I hope this was helpful for you. I hope this was valuable. Um, this is what really shifted my life, I guess. Um, my level of being, how I'm showing up in the world. And I hope it helped you as well. Before I end, I just wanted to, uh, before I forget, I just wanted to, to tell you about yesterday. So we had a look at this apartment here and we had the conversation with the, uh, the developer here. And it really sounds like everything really sounds good. There's a lot of trust here. I mean, probably a lot of people would think like, how could you like buy something in Mexico? Is that going to be safe? Like, but it's like, it's really handled in a very trustful, trustworthy way. Um, it really feels good. However, I cannot really say a lot more in terms of news, like what are we going to do or in terms of decision, because there's still a lot of question open especially in terms of renting out the apartment, how is it gonna work in terms of taxes here in Mexico, so we don't know yet. And um, so yeah, we have not we have not made a decision yet. We have had a look at this uh, big apartment here that is already finished. It was amazing, like it is a huge kitchen and then like all open plan and then from the kitchen to the living room and then there's a flex door that you can close or open and there's like light through the whole thing it's like white um the, the floor is white and you can have like the whole room the view on the mountains it's just beautiful but it's still like 
quite big so we're not sure if that actually makes sense so yeah it was it was super exciting um but it's too early still to make a decision so i'll keep you guys posted and then we did this amazing tour yesterday to a show here which was called rhythm of the night and we knew like it's a show here but we didn't know like is it really gonna be that good or what to expect but it would be just nice to to do something here as we cannot go like during christmas time now to a show back at home and we heard good reviews so we said yeah let's do it and it was so fun it was so worth it it really did such a well job like this whole setup it was amazing so we took a boat which is right across the road here which is awesome um, so we took a boat for, they actually did like a sunset cruise to get us there with drinks on the board and super nice music and everybody enjoying themselves. It was so nice. Unfortunately, we didn't spot any whale and I felt so sorry for Stefan, but maybe, yeah, even though there are a couple of them were seen already, it is still early for them and we don't, we're not really sure like where they were seen. So no whales for Stefan. So we got there and this was this huge, beautiful setup in the jungle with like probably a thousand, um, a thousand candles on the floor, like guiding the way to the different kind of restaurants parts, but it was all outside. We got a nice little table just for the two of us with candlelight on the, on the um, table, like right at the ocean. It was made so beautifully. And then from there, we walked over like after dinner, we had dinner and they even have had a lot of vegan options like it, like nice salads with fruits in it, like with strawberry and figs and uh, what else was it? Dragon fruit. Um, it was so, it was so yummy. I really liked it. Um, and then from there we walked to the show and the show was about an hour. So not as long as we like know the, the shows from back home, but there was all these other things going on like with the restaurant hi thank you so much for watching i'm happy for having you <laughs> um so yeah and then they did the show and it was amazing it was really so good and they had lots of acrobatics and amazing costumes and it was really great and then afterwards we took the boat back actually the boat ride was about an hour it was way longer than i thought so it was already dark, but they had good music on the boat and um, everybody was in a good mood and drinks on the boat. And it was just so special and we really liked it so much. So that was today's video. Um, thank you so much for taking the time. Thank you so much for watching. Um, I really appreciate that. And also for today's topic, finding happiness, everything that I shared. Maybe you know someone who might benefit from that as well. I mean, we're all desiring more happiness in our life. If somebody comes to your mind and you found this valuable, then I would be more than grateful if you could share it with them or tag them below the video. And yeah, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Have the most amazing day. I love you and yeah, have a wonderful Thursday. Bye.